Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Marriage is worth fighting for. And if we keep Christ at the center of it, the commitment to that love we make on our wedding day can hold strong throughout all seasons. Cece Winans, Jamie Ivey, Hosanna Wong, and Dr. Leslie Parrott are joining us. Come on, let's talk about it. My husband and I met about nine years ago. I was traveling, uh, ministering, performing spoken word poetry and preaching, uh, living out of hotel rooms and guest rooms for about four and a half years. So clearly I was a hot commodity who doesn't want to be with this barely washed poet. Um, but I uh, was invited to perform at a church and, and uh, there was a very good looking a worship leader, and uh, I noticed. And uh, he, I met him there at this event, and I, I really respected him, how he led his um, volunteers, how he treated other Jesus followers, uh, and how he treated his church. I really respected him, like I had respected other relationships on the road. Um, and I guess I, I took note of it. And about a year later, I was ministering at a, a, a nearby state, and he drove five hours to come see me and took me out to dinner and said, you know, ever since you ministered at our church, I kind of haven't got you out of my head, and I just want you to know that I'm, I'm attracted to you, and um, I know you travel all the time, and <laughs> what it would take to be with you, and, and what it would take to partner with you, and I just want you to know I think I could be that man. Could you be attracted to me? Oh, and, wow. Whoo, Wow. Wow. <laughs> Take me he now. Came with no. <laughs> he came with he it. He had me at hello. Hello. It's so <laughs> He had me at hello. Absolutely. He had me at I'm attracted to you, even though you haven't showered. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so um, I remember appreciating so much that he was so direct. I remember appreciating so much that he was so clear because I was a young woman in love with Jesus and I wasn't sure how many of the young men in my life or around me had a serious relationship with Jesus, you know, who were serious about their faith. So when he said that to me, I appreciate how direct he was, how clear he was. I was at a place in my life where I knew what I wanted to do, who I was and what I was called to do. And I knew that because I had... I had dated previously, living for Jesus and not living for Jesus, looking for my identity in other men, looking to the boys I dated to tell me who I'm called to be and what I'm called to do. And at this moment, I had now come to a place where I knew who I was created to be, what I was called to do. So for this man to be so clear with me about what he wanted, what he was looking for, I didn't have feelings for him yet. I didn't know him that well yet, but I had respect for him. I had worked with him. I saw him lead and I really respected him. And I just said, I mean, yes, I was attracted to him, but it was the first moment where I was pursued by a man that I didn't really have feelings for yet. And I just said, you know, I need you to respect my time. I need to think about this. I need to process this. I need to pray and fast about this. I need you to respect my time before I give you an answer. And I'll never forget what he said. He said, okay, great. I'll, I would love to respect your time. Um, I need you to respect mine too. And let me know as soon as you're able, you know, because I, I date very seriously. I take this very seriously. And let me know, know as soon as you're able. And from that moment, you know, I, I just remember this feeling of like, I wanted him to respect me. I wanted him to, to, to have his best foot forward for me. And he absolutely did. 
and he was asking me to take a, a step forward for him too. Like, I'm going to respect you and your time, let you process, but respect mm -hmm. me too that, you know, I'm a man of God looking for a woman of God. Awesome. Let me know when you know if that's you. Mm -hmm. um, and I just want to encourage anyone that's watching right now that's single, that's dating, that it is, it is possible to know who you want to be before you know who you want to be with. Mm. that it is possible and even if if even if you know you're in a relationship and you're not sure who you want to be you can be with someone who makes you become the best version of yourself that that is possible and so from the beginning in our marriage it has always been some a, a marriage that was based first on respect and yes the feelings came in the name of Jesus they did not take <laughs> that long but that's something that I like to encourage um, young people that are dating that are thinking you know who do I want to be with who do I want to yeah. be with it is possible to know who you want to be first and to find a partner who will help you be the best version of you but it's a two-way street they respect you you respect them and there's a little bit of give and take uh, so I want to ask the whole group how did you meet your spouse and from that meeting how have you um what advice would you have for somebody dating what's something you did right something you did wrong that you want to pass on to those maybe right now who are dating you know, I, I think I always look back because when I got married, I was I was extremely young, um, didn't have a clue what I was doing. <laughs> but I fell in love with Mr. Love um, and met him at church for the first time. And then the next time or no, I take that back. The first time I met him, it was a youth outing um, and I met him at a bowling alley. That doesn't sound romantic at all. Um, but he smiled. <laughs> He smiled and I was like, oh, he's just so amazing, you know? Yeah. And uh, he was very direct when we talked. But the one thing I know I did right, and that was I submitted to my leaders. Mm. And yeah. I can always go back to that moment. Lord, I submitted to my parents. I submitted to my pastor. Mm. Um, at one point, he, you know, our pastor was like, okay, well, I want y'all to separate and I want y'all to pray and I'm going to pray. Um, because it's so crucial who you marry. He knew the call that I had on my life. And um, mm -hmm. and so I submitted. And as much as mm -hmm. I was in love and as much as I knew this was the one and I had mm -hmm. all, I said, God, you know what? I can't see 10 years from now. Mm -hmm. I can't see 20 years from now. Yeah. You've given me a man to God who has looked over me and I'm going to submit. If they say no, you know what? I'm going to live. I'm mm -hmm. going to live. Mm -hmm. And I was crying out mm -hmm. to the Lord. And, and I tell people all the time, you submit to your leaders, submit to people that God has put in your life because they can see further than what you can see. I got married. Mm -hmm. I think I was about yeah. 19 years old. I couldn't see, <laughs> you know, yeah. and, but yet I had parents who love God and parents who have been married yeah. and, and stayed married. I had, I had a pastor yeah. And, and even though it was strict and it seemed unfair, I was willing to submit. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. there's been times throughout yeah. my 36 years where I said, now, God, you know what? You're going to have to fix this because I submitted. Mm -hmm. I did what you told me to do. Mm -hmm. And so you're going to have to come through. And, and so that's the one thing I know I did right. And I'm trying to share that mm -hmm. with as many people who are dating as possible. Yeah. Submit to the leaders of your house, of the, of the church. My husband, Aaron, and I, I told you guys a couple days ago, we've been married almost 20 years this year, so it feels like a really big year. But we met when we were both in college, and I has I had just started following Jesus, you guys. I had been a hot mess for the, for the years leading up to this, but now I was following Jesus. I wanted him to be my Lord. And I met Aaron at church, which is always, I always feel like, what a great place to meet a man, right? So I met him at church, 
And we dated for a year and a half. And I think one of the best things about our dating relationship was, is we built it on friendship. And I had every dating relationship I'd ever had previously before that was basically built on sexual attraction or physicalness in our, in our relationship. And, and now I was a new believer and I had changed that part of my life. And I knew that I, I didn't want to, I wanted to do what God wanted best for Aaron and I in our marriage and for us to wait um, until we were married to have sex. And so it forced me for the first time ever in a relationship to build it on friendship. And I can say, 20 years into marriage, I am so grateful for that friendship that was built because, I mean, sex is great and awesome. And that's not what we're talking about today. But 20 years in, four kids later, <laughs> it's different than the first year. It's different than the very beginning. And so I'm grateful that our foundation um, right. wasn't built on something that I knew was going to change, right. but it was built on a friendship. And, you know, our friendship 20 years ago is laughable at how much closer we are today. But then it was, it was just our foundation. So I say too, that's one of the things that we did well was building our dating relationship and our engagement on friendship because it has sustained us through some hard times in our marriage. In our story, that friendship is such a powerful base, like you said, Jamie. And, um, you know, I know for us, we didn't, meet like Cece did in a bowling alley, but it was pretty close to that. We were young, <laughs> young, young, and we met on a ski slope. And the quirky thing about I our connection is that um, I, my name is Leslie and my husband's name is Leslie, which is so weird. And the even weirder thing is his dad's name is Leslie and his grandfather's name is Leslie. <laughs> so we got some weird mojo going here. Um, it's really strange, but actually our names are how we met because we were at a, a youth event on some slopes in Colorado and we were headed to the gondola that takes you up the slope and someone hollered out Leslie and we both swooshed over to the gondola together thinking oh, it was for goodness. us. We ended up riding up the hill, took that ski run, shared a little cup of hot cocoa. And the, I mean, and there's the story, you know, seven years later, we finally <laughs> that got married. That's the best story. Isn't that funny? Wow. <laughs> so, uh, so the quirky name thing, which is absurd and always a hassle also was the reason, you know, in God's providence. So that's sweet. But that. that friendship thing is epic. Because you're right, you know, passion takes a million different turns over the course of life. One thing we know that we know that we know is that the healthier you are when you step into married life, that is the best gift you can give. Because, you know, we always like to say, get yourself healthy before you get yourself married. Because... You know, the best gift you could ever give your marriage is to work on who you are in the context of it. And when you're prepared for that, that's amazing. And when you're dating, the most amazing thing is the healthier you get, the more you draw healthy people toward you. They're drawn to you and attracted to you. And so it works you know, that's just how God's kingdom works. It's a pretty amazing thing. Yeah. And it doesn't hurt. If you're dating and you're thinking, will love ever find me? It doesn't hurt to think about what we would like to call your must-haves and your can't-stands in a partner. When you know what's on that list, when you meet somebody, it draws you to to them for reasons other than, you know, do I love their beautiful eyes, right? Or whatever it is, that smile. And 
and it's huge to know. It becomes work you do with the Holy Spirit before you even have that first hello that prepares you to be, either be open or to to not pursue that person. And so, it, you know, I just encourage you. It, it may feel discouraging to dream about that person, but do it. Dream about what are my must-haves so you don't get yourself walking down the wrong pathway with someone that you really wouldn't choose. And then use this time to work on who you are. And even after we're married, we continue to grow. We don't ever get to a place where we think, okay, you know, I, I'm whole. I've arrived. I'm going to cross <laughs> that off my list now because I'm healthy. Yeah, We're nope. always growing. And every tiny bit, every baby step we take toward health is contagious. It draws that out of our spouse too and elevates our relationship. There's so much power in just... Um, Listening to the wisdom of those who love us, there's so much power in, like like you said, setting the tone so it's not based just on passion, mm -hmm. but it's based on that beautiful friendship because that is what has staying power through all the seasons of life. That's true. <laughs> so That's true. true. You know, so, so my grandmother, I was sitting with my grandmother in the living room of her of her house. They always watch Praise the Lord every night. This We're talking 38 years ago. And um, I'm sitting in there and she says, honey, she said, I'm praying. And she points to Paul and Jan on the TV. And she said, I'm praying that you meet their son. And this was my grandmother. Aww. And I just turned and wow. looked at her. I thought, well, that's kind of the funniest thing you've ever said. A few months later, I find myself on an elevator with Jan Crouch in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And one of the first things she said to me, she looked at me and she said, do you mind how, how, if I ask how old you are? She said, I'd like for you to meet my son. And all of a sudden, that clicked inside of me. And it's a long story, but it's a great story. And we, um, Matt and I met that night through his mom. And um, I'll always, I've always leaned into that. I've always leaned into the fact that my grandmother was praying, you know, and I can recall that. And then we broke up for a year in, in the middle of all that, which a lot of people don't know. We broke up and I re-met re him once again back at my grandmother's church in Phoenix, Arizona. And that wow. uh, when, when, I, when we said hello again, it was like the Lord just fixed everything. We were married just a few months later. But I wish every person had that to lean on because mm -hmm. all through mm -hmm. all through our marriage we have never said the big d word mm -hmm. ever that has never been a choice that has never been in our vocabulary but it's those moments of times and i think as believers and and followers of christ and having the holy spirit in us i think we can tap into that knowing that nobody's going anywhere and if you're leaving i'm going with you mm -hmm. you know and mm -hmm. and yeah that that we will always we know you'll always be together so you might as well just get mm -hmm. happy if you're in a in a little fight or a big fight you might as well just get through it yeah. quickly because you know that nobody's going anywhere and that god will help us through it i love the story of you and matt so much it is like one of my favorite things when you told me that uh <laughs> forever ago and we sat down and you told me that but you know i think that's so true is that there we have to have this commitment to each other and um leslie you talked about how you know we have to get ourselves right we have to work on that and i don't know about yeah. you guys but 2020 
has been a hard year for so many people on so many different levels. And in fact, Aaron and I say it's one of our hardest years of marriage ever um, because so much was taken from people and circumstances that all of a sudden I found myself dealing with coping mechanisms that had worked forever and now all of a sudden they weren't working. And so I have been in my counselor's yeah. office more, well, on Zoom because, you know, I'm not going into her office, but I have met with her more often this year and it's been about marriage stuff. And I've had to talk through like, man, why am I feeling Feeling these things that I hadn't felt in so long. And so I'm having to work on myself. Um, we were actually finishing up. My husband and I have a book about marriage and we were finishing it up during COVID when we were fighting and it was so hard and so difficult. And we had to remember this is good and this commitment is good. But I want to share this one thing with you guys is it talks about love and commitment is my husband and I went to some really great friends of ours. They had a ceremony um, a couple of years ago. They were doing this recommitment ceremony for the 30th anniversary. And as my husband was officiating it, the husband, his name is Devin, looked at his wife, Catherine, and he said, I recommit to you through the lens of experience. Mm -hmm. And I nearly about fell out of my chair because I thought that is what love is. It is a commitment every single day knowing I know what we've been through. I know how hard it's been. And dear Lord, I know how hard it might get, but I am going to be committed to you even with all the experience I have. And so that's what I think about when I think about how love is this choice and it's this action. And we're having to continually decide every single day, guess what? I'm gonna love you more today than I did yesterday. Yeah. It might be harder today I because of all the you. things, yeah. Yeah. but I'm gonna do, I still choose you. Yes, God is faithful, God is good, and he designed this. Yes, and so how do we yes. learn to love yeah. each other more in the midst of difficultness? And so it was, it was hard, but it was good. We have said some things that our marriages were based on. Like, Cece, you talked about having wise counsel around you <laughs> at the beginning. And Jamie, you talked about having a friendship at the beginning. And I talked about having respect at the beginning. But isn't it right that this is something that, even though this might have been the foundation, it's something you still have to fight for. Mm -hmm. It's something you yeah, still have right. to work Absolutely. for. Jamie's talking about when her and her husband wrote their new book, Compliment, how they still had to fight for their marriage through it. They had to fight for their mm -hmm. friendship yeah. through it. Cece, do you feel like you've had a fight to still be continuously around wise counsel throughout your marriage? Because I'm feeling like these things might've been foundational and awesome, but they didn't just come on autopilot throughout oh, years no, of our no, marriage, no. right? <laughs> like, do you feel that? You're right. Yes, definitely. You have to fight for it. On a, you have to choose it every day, you know? One of the things yeah. when when Jamie was talking, yeah. she was she was talking with conviction and boldness. And I think a lot of times people who are married or people who are dating, you know, they, they get afraid. And and the reason we mm -hmm. can stand in, in boldness and be confident and say, you know what, we're going to make it. We're going to have a great marriage. Our marriage matters to God. Um, God created our marriage yeah. to be successful. The reason why we can do that is because of the Holy Spirit. It's because mm -hmm. of the God that Attracts. we serve and that marriage was his idea. And he created marriage mm -hmm. so that we could succeed at it. He didn't create it so we could fail, right. you know, but it is, right. uh, it's, it's something that he's there willing to do and to make happen, but he doesn't do our part. We have to do our part. Right. So Hosanna, yes, I have to fight for it daily. I have to declare it. Mm. We have to bind the enemy. The enemy has a has an yeah. attack. He has released an attack mm -hmm. over marriages. We all know that, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And so understanding he hates it because marriage reflects God's glory. You know, it's not even about your mm -hmm. you and what you feel and your... Sometimes we make marriage so shallow 
<laughs> and it's like, no, <laughs> your marriage matters to God, and the enemy right. does not want you. Jamie, he didn't want you to write that book. You know, Dr. Leslie, right. he doesn't want you doing yeah. what you're doing with your husband. Why? Because mm -hmm. the bond of marriage is so beautiful. It's so powerful. It's such yeah. an mm -hmm. incredible ministry. And you don't have to it's be on covenant. stage. It's a ministry, like, like Lori yeah. was saying, mm -hmm. with your children. Yeah. It just... You know, yeah. everything begins with marriage, you know? None of us would yeah. be here if, if, right. if it wasn't a relationship between a man and a woman, you know? That's and right. so yeah. so you it's worth fighting for. Yes, you have to fight, but all of yes, heaven is. is on your side when you choose to mm -hmm. love God's way. You know, talking about that, Cece, about fighting for your marriage, I think one of the things that really became clear for us this year when marriage became difficult, we had to work harder at it, we had to invest more into it, is we had to really say to each other, hey, we're on the same team. Like, like we're not fighting right. against each other. We're on the same team. We're Team Ivy. This is what we're doing. We're fighting for, mm -hmm. for our marriage. <laughs> we're fighting for our children. We're fighting for our community and we're doing it yeah. together. And I think for us in particular, I won't speak for everyone, when we have moments where it gets a little bit more friction, it's when literally I think I'm on my own team and I'm, I have to fight for myself yeah. because I got to do what I need to do instead of realizing hey, we're in this together. This is Team Ivy. And if we're going to yeah. succeed, we got to be yeah. for each other, which means we got to make some hard choices every day that might yeah. feel difficult. It might feel like, well, this isn't fair. But the end game is always the same, is that this Team Ivy, we're together and we're fighting for the same thing. We're fighting on the same team. I love that because there, and there is this great sense of, I don't know, pride that comes with being a part of a team and taking one for the team and doing the hard thing for the team. And when you can kind of own that together as a couple and you stop seeing that we're competing against each other, but we're on the same team competing against all the things that life is throwing at us, then you kind of get that joy that you know, there's a there's a bond and an intimacy you get when you're on the team. That's pretty cool. <laughs> and I love the idea that even if you're someone who's not on a team or you're not married or you're dating, even in your friendships, you can practice fighting for other people, right? That's something you don't yeah. just learn when you're married, right? In your relationships, right. in your family, right. fighting for those in your family, fighting for your friends, the loyalty and the the idea of I'm not going to fight against you. I'm going to fight for you. I'm going to I'm going to speak life to you. I'm going to bring hope into you. I'm going to fight for you. I think that's a beautiful thing that even if you're not married yet, right? That's something we can practice in our other relationships, don't you think? Mm -hmm. Amen. 100%. For sure. Yeah. For yeah. sure. You know, and, and I'll just add, you know, I, uh, unlike Lori, divorce did come up, came out of my mouth during my 36 <laughs> years. But, but I remember, I remember that the Holy Spirit he, you know, you know, those times when you don't want to hear the Holy Spirit, he was talking mm -hmm. so loud and clear. And, and basically he just yeah. said, okay, Cece, what's most important, my will or your feelings? And Ooh. it was like, yeah. oh man, mm -hmm. okay. Why'd you have to come at me like that? Holy Spirit, you know? <laughs> and, um, so I was like, Lord, you know, it's your will. Your will is more important than my feelings. Mm -hmm. And, and it's yeah. because of that choice that, my kids were able to grow up in the house with both of their parents. Mm -hmm. The enemy would have loved for me to pick my feelings over God's will. 
So we have to understand that it's not just the enemy is attacking your marriage so he can get your children, so he can get your grandchildren, mm. so he can get your great-grandchildren. God is a God to, of generations. He's faithful to generations. Yeah. So understand yes, that when you take one for the team, you're taking one for yep. the neighborhood, you're taking one for the community, uh -huh. you're taking one for so many people. So That's many good. people and the Holy Spirit wants yeah. to use you in so many ways. So don't let the enemy make you feel that you're getting the lesser part of the deal because that's a lie from the mm -hmm. enemy. You are, you are a winner and you can do this when you're committed to love. God is committed to you. I just want to echo what CC just said before we close out in prayer that we don't want the enemy to have any victory over any of our relationships, right. over mm -hmm. our marriages, over our families, in our dating relationships or in our friendships. And we don't want mm -hmm. him to have any victory over our lives mm -hmm. at any phase at all. So no matter what phase you're in, if you're right. watching right now, if you're someone who is married or if you're someone who is dating, if you're someone that's single right now, it is possible to be who God has called you to be before you know who you're called to be with. It's possible to know who you have been created to be and called to be before you're coupled up. And God wants to have a deeper relationship with you right now, whatever season you're in. And God wants to heal you and make you whole no matter what season you're in. And he wants you to fight for your relationships and forgive and love everyone no matter what season you're in. And all of that, all that will carry on with you into your relationships into your marriage. It'll make you stronger and your relationships stronger. I want to pray for everyone that's watching right now. God, in the name of Jesus, would you help us learn how to have better relationships, to love better, to forgive more, to be wiser in who we choose to date, to be wiser in how we choose to love each other. Would you give our words grace? Would you help our words be soaked in love? And God, may we glorify you more than we glorify ourselves. May the enemy have no victory in our marriages and our families and our relationships in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. 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 Amen.